0: Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. We have the one and only Charmaine coming from Toronto, Canada. Charmaine, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm just living life trying to be an adult.
0: (laughs) I really enjoyed your logic, lucky charm freestyle because you had so much bars in that. And something that was so great about it is you telling your life story on one song right there.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was definitely the goal with this one
0: yeah I liked it I enjoyed it it's that true art form of storytelling and hip-hop that not too many people do anymore because everyone's always on the trends in hip-hop but you found ways to bring back the essence in your music
1: oh definitely um I mean it's still it's still a bop but like a raw bop
0: (laughs) you already preparing for your second EP with this one yes
1: yeah um I, I'm really excited about the second EP because <clears throat> with, um, with, uh, Hood avant-garde, it was kind of just scratching the surface to show people like what, what I can do. But, um, the records that are on Hood avant-garde too are just insane. And I just, I can't wait. I can't wait for the world to hear it.
0: I know what else we can't wait for is that Missy Elliott feature. That's someone that you want to work with.
1: Uh, I'm still, a, yo, I, I keep manifesting it. I've been praying about it. I just keep saying it one day. One day I gotta get her on a record. One day,
0: <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> what is your favorite Missy Elliott album? Is it Super Duper Fly? What is it for you?
1: I definitely have to say Super Duper Fly because, like, I think that was the first album of hers that I actually listened to that made me um, fall in love. Uh, especially like the um, I can't stand the rain. <laughs> you know, that's like- <laughs> my favorite
0: song by her too. The rain. Yeah
1: yeah yeah i'd be i'd be bumping that a lot i love that one
0: what's it about missy elliott that you want to work with her because i know that you like her visuals and just how out of the box she is besides that what is it that you admire most about her artistry
1: um i just really admire her work ethic like she's um she knows what she wants she knows what she needs to get done and what she needs to accomplish and anybody who gets in the way of that can just like move to the side you know what i mean? And. I was watching like the Tim- the Timbaland documentary a while ago and it was really interesting to hear how she would like kick him out of the studio while she works and then like he can come back after she's done like look, I just kind of want to um pick her brain in terms of like like her process like for her um the way that she kind of thinks about things how she navigates as a black woman especially like in hip hop um and how it was for her as well
0: Definitely one of the trendsetters of her time, and she really kind of changed the sound in her own way. Missy Elliott's one of those unique artists that you can't compare anyone to her.
1: No, actually, you can't. Like <laughs> you can try, <laughs> but you can't.
0: That's the great thing. She's in her own lane.
1: Yeah.
0: I want and to that's get. What into
1: I mean, that's what I've been trying to do too. You know what I mean? <laughs> and
0: you're definitely doing out there in Canada right now. There's billboards everywhere what was it and where was it when you first saw yourself on a billboard in toronto cuz that's huge
1: oh it was young and dundas square um the first one i saw was for the black alliance like black history month project that we did uh, with warner and then like the the official one like my own was when i dropped Hood avant-garde and they had that the like the cover art just there on top of eaton center and i was like yo <laughs> <laughs>
0: you had to feel like the queen of your your city you really had to because i remember going into new york city when i was younger and seeing fat joe billboards all over the place and he was like the king of new york at that time so you had to feel like i'm really running stuff now and really on the come up right now
1: you know i um i'm definitely a humble i'm I'm humble as hell like i honestly was just in awe that i even got like got on a billboard that people were paying attention enough to put me on a billboard or feel like I did deserve to be on one um I just like at that moment I just started to realize that I am becoming like the artist that I've always wanted to be and I'm actually beginning to um you know to set trends and make noise and show people um what I can do and it's being received yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to get into your very early story I heard about you being born in the capital of Zimbabwe, moving to the United States at a young age in Tennessee. How was your experience of being here for a short time before going to Canada?
1: Oh, I absolutely loved being down South. I think that was my favorite time in my childhood. Um, and that's that, that was a time that I definitely would say stuck with me the, the most in terms of like the music I was listening to. Um, the artists that um, I was watching and you know a lot of the things I absorbed at that time stuck Mm -hmm. with me now and I kind of use it with my music as well but it was it was amazing I mean it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Who are those
0: artists that you discovered during your time in your childhood when you were in the States besides Missy Elliott?
1: Oh, um, none of these artists I was supposed to be listening to because technically I was like, what, between the ages of like nine and I'm <laughs> <then> like 12, <laughs> maybe eight and 12. Um, I was listening to like Lil Jon of the East Side Boys, uh, Cry Mob, um, Juvenile, Pete Pablo, Field Mob, uh, Sierra, mm-hmm. um, I also tapped into like E-40 Bay Area, you know, and like um uh what's 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 (laughs) shoot hold on wait 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 (laughs) it's on the top of my tongue oh my gosh okay you know what if I remember his name I will tell you but this I like this is one rapper and I used to watch his video all the time and I can't believe I don't remember his name anyways but yeah like a lot of like down south rappers snap music crumping you know like fat man scoop um all those guys you know i, I used to i used to uh, definitely be in the living room crumping and and one two stepping in and um oh dj unk walk it okay. out yes <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was yeah so um yeah those are the, some of the artists that i definitely had on repeat at that age which i shouldn't have to be honest
0: for everything turned for the worst, how was the transition to Canada from moving from the States?
1: Um, It was very unexpected because, I mean, my parents pretty much kidnapped us from school. You know what I mean? Like, they told us we're going to Disneyland one day, and then we woke up at the Canadian border, and it was just downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, once we got settled in Toronto, I actually really loved it, and I still love it, like, to this day. It feels more like home to me than anywhere I've ever been. Um, the The multiculturalness, uh, just the different variety of different things that you can experience from everybody, from everywhere. I, like, I just felt like it was home. It wasn't hard for me to digest.
0: Mm-hmm. I heard about the story after your father got laid off, eventually becoming homeless, living in a hotel, cramped in a small room. And that's where you wrote your first song. So what was it? Because music was your life preserver. What was it that kept you going during this difficult time? Because a lot of people aren't able to be resilient and keep going when something like that happens, unfortunately.
1: Um, For me, it was because of that. That's why I started doing my music, um, seriously. So I kind of just... The, the only thing that really kept me going and pushing for whatever I'm working, I was working on and what I've been working on today was just the fact that I could possibly do something that would take my family out of a really bad situation and make life easier for my parents. And um, that was like my number one motivation for it. Uh, I was always like very extremely shy when it came to like singing in front of people or doing any of that. But I'm like, you know what? I can get over my fears if it means I'm gonna be helping my family. So that's that's what kept me going.
0: What was the building blocks for you as an artist? What, what did you start to do first? I know you wrote your first song from there. When did you go about getting your own team and even ga- gaining that confidence to perform in front of an audience?
1: Um, it took it took a it took a minute because when I first started writing my music at 17, I had found that talent showcase when my AR discovered me downtown Toronto at the space called Lee's Palace. And I, I worked with him for a couple of years, but I just felt like, you know, I wasn't really ready for the music industry. I wasn't, like, I didn't feel like I was ready. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a break. Um, and I took four years off. And then I started writing again in 2018. I quit my job at Sephora. And by this time, I had my son. So it was like, it was a really big gamble and a big risk. But... Um, I decided to quit my job and get back into music. And by that time, I kind of had already started to discover my sound and what kind of artist I wanted to be. Um, so I started writing like January 2018. By the time like April came, I was signing my deal with my label because I had reconnected with my AR again. And um, from there, it it took about two years before we even got to the point where Bold came out because I. Even though I knew where my sound was going, I hadn't really nailed it yet, and we were really just exploring. So I met a whole bunch of different people, and then eventually I came across my team now, Lance, um, Runway the Catwalker, and Brahma, and I also worked with David Ariza, and it's been like that's been my core team so far. And when we met, it just clicked. It just clicked. And I wasn't even rapping when I met them. I was singing. And then one day he's just like, yo, you want to try rapping? I'm like, sure. And then now we're here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. Because when signing to Warner Music Canada, you were signing as a singer, but then eventually you felt more at home rapping.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh it was actually really crazy because I mean I've always wanted to be a rapper, but I was just like, mm, let me just stay in my lane. You know what I mean? And uh but when my producer was like, well, just try it. I'm like, okay, I'll try anything once. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the type of artist, like, I'll try anything once. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, whatever. Um, Nobody will ever hear it, you know? <laughs> so um, we did it, and it just felt so natural. It, it felt, it just felt more comfortable. I felt like I could let more of my personality out. Um, and it was just more fun. So I definitely fell in love with rapping.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you thought about venturing back into singing as well, since you've proven that you can rap?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, I, I'm definitely going to be uh bringing out some R&B records, um, some singing records. You know what I mean? Uh, in in due time. In I due definitely have this, te- um I'm testing the water so far with the rapping, and I'm liking it. So I might just run with it for a little bit longer. But I'm I'm definitely planning on putting out some R&B uh some R&B music at some point. Mm-hmm.
0: How to feel to be selected only with one song and the only Canada artist for the, I believe it was the SoundCloud global campaign with just one song, which was yeah. bold. That's huge. It was, it was insane.
1: Like, I actually couldn't believe it because I'm like, I, I only have one song, you know? And there's like other artists out there that have more of a repertoire than I did, more, you know, like more of a catalog than I did, more of a fan base than I did. And it was just kind of like, wow, I... I was just grateful that they they saw that value in me that they wanted to, you know, um, include me in their program and invest in me. So that's that's all I can say. I was just very grateful for it.
0: What was the reason you chose that title, Hood Avant Garde?
1: Um, honestly, it was it, it was a collective idea between myself and my marketing manager, um, at the time Joel, and we kind of just wanted to read to like redefine what it meant to be like. A renaissance woman, more of a modern day renaissance woman. And when you look back in the days, it's like women weren't really at the forefront, it was the men that were at the forefront and like the women catering and serving the men, you know, and I just wanted it to, I just wanted to switch the roles around, you know, and show them like we deserve to be uh, catered to, we can run the world the same way, probably better. <laughs> um, and you know like it's it's our time now women are dominating the game right now and it's just like yeah we're here to stay and you will respect us because we are the centerpieces
0: that's right manifesto festival that was huge for you too
1: yeah (laughs) oh manifesto um i actually like i still can't believe that happened because again it was my first live show ever and it was also a bit of a shock too, like, just, just to look out in the crowd and to hear and see people singing my lyrics because um, I had never stepped on a stage before. And, but I, I keep forgetting that I was released during the pandemic, so people had a chance to listen to my stuff before they got to see me. So I shouldn't have been a surprise, but I was still surprised. And I couldn't have, like, I couldn't have asked for my first performance to go any better than it did. Mm -hmm. like I was in tears as soon as I got off the stage I was crying but it was an amazing experience
0: that's huge what are some of your top venues that you would love to perform at next
1: Hmm. I would definitely like to perform I mean is it Canadian or like
0: It, it could be global it could be Canadian anywhere I feel like summer jam in New York would be great for you
1: I would love to do Summer Jam. Yeah. I would love to do Rolling um, Rolling Loud. I would love to do Made in America. Um, I would love to perform here at like the, I still call it the Scotiabank Arena because that's how I know it. They changed the name and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that, and I would also like to perform at Coachella. Coachella. Yeah.
0: Those are realistic goals too.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when, when did you start to believe in manifesting? Because it, it seems as though there's this trend going on with all these artists. It, it, it's been like five in a row of artists that I've interviewed. They've talked about manifesting their careers. When did you believe in it? Because not too many people, some people may just be like, eh, yeah, sure. But the, there are a ton of artists such as yourself who believe in it.
1: Oh, I definitely believe in manifestation. Um, I, I feel like whatever you speak into the universe, and into the world is what you're going to get out of it um it may sound crazy to some people but I've I've realized when I started changing you know my verbiage about myself and my my desires for my career and where I wanted to be in life I noticed that there was a shift in things I think it's literally just comes down to being more positive about yourself and what you're doing and to trust that you are on a good path you are um you are doing what you need to do to get, you know, to where you want to be at. And you just have to keep telling yourself that. And when you do, then it happens. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's, it seems crazy. Like, and the concept is crazy to some people, but it's actually pretty, um, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple maths. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it for me, I just really started to, to, um, to submerge myself in that and understand that probably maybe like three, four years ago.
0: Wow. So that's not that long. It just recently yeah. started, but in your career, we've seen the great lengths that it's been since then too. Yeah. So it does I'm work. I'm
1: definitely <laughs> feeling it, you know what I mean? So something's working.
0: A hundred percent, but I, we got to get into everything that you have coming up as well. Upcoming performances. Is there any schedule?
1: Um, I'm actually gonna be performing at this um, hair expo in Toronto called the Pink Party, Mm -hmm. um, December 19th at the Oasis Convention Center. Um, I'll be performing while my hairstylist is installing a wig on my head in a salon chair. So that should be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I have some singles dropping at the top of next year. Uh, Hood avant 2 is uh, slated to drop next year as well um i'm going on tour um I'll, I'll be posting more dates soon but so far it's the great escape in uh brighton uk that i'll be stopped uh, starting off at and then um yeah just just continuing to drop more fire more amazing visuals um trying to surpass um what i've done this year somehow some way and challenge myself and push myself more and show the world you know some 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 stuff that they haven't seen before and yeah Yeah. that's pretty much my plan
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it's only going to be big things from here and if you could give any advice or just speaking on your experience why is the toronto music scene the best place to pursue music if you're an artist
1: um I would just say that. Huh. That's a complicated. That's a very complex question because it is, but it's not. And I like. I, I'm not going to unpack that. That's too much to unpack. But <laughs> um, the, the the positive is like there are a, like a ridiculously amount of talented people in the city, so your chances of needing somebody dope to collaborate with very very high. Um, Toronto's pretty supportive um, when they want to be <laughs> of their artists and like um, definitely um, the platforms do uh, showcase a lot of Toronto artists. We, we just have a different type of swag um, than other cities and I personally just love being from here and I find that doing my music in Toronto and coming up from Toronto has just been really fun you know it's yeah. been really fun <laughs> and interesting you, you meet a lot of you meet a lot of different people and it's 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 definitely a um, an adventure <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we mentioned Miss Elliott already I'm curious who's the number one goal for you to work with at for an artist in Toronto and in the United States
1: hmm. honestly in Toronto I really wanted to work with Havaya Mighty which Checkmate, um, yeah. got that one in the bag. So, in the states, I would say I would love to do a song with Tierra Wack. Mm-hmm. Um, my top three are Tierra Wack, Rico Nasty, and um, hmm, Tierra Wack, Rico Nasty, and Flow Millie. Those are my top three right now.
0: Yeah, they're making noise out here in the states
1: yeah i feel like our styles would would, um would definitely fit and like sound really dope together so i would love to work with them
0: Mm -hmm. Charmaine, is there anything else you would love to let the listeners know your fans know who hear the interview anything and we know you have hood avant-garde coming to coming soon next year as well as some performances you mentioned anything else you want to let your fans know
1: Um. Honestly, I just want them to tap in, keep tapping in. Follow me on Instagram, um, all my socials. You can see everything I'm up to. I'm pretty um, I'm pretty active on yeah. there. What's going on? <laughs> so that would be double underscore. I am Charmaine. Um, and other than that, uh, I guess we just have to wait and see. I have a lot of surprises in my pocket, so you guys don't want to miss it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, make sure they stay tuned. I want to thank you for coming on the show here tonight. I really had a great time speaking with you. I love what you're doing, especially with the visuals, BBM, you could tell you put a lot of effort into your craft and that's big because you're only going to go further as an artist who takes what they're doing seriously.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is dope.
0: Of course. Thank you. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime you want to come on just for a few minutes to promote what you have going. You're always welcome.
1: Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your night and stay safe. I look forward to everything that you achieve in the future.
1: All right, you too. Later.
0: Later. (laughs)